Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Um, what are we talking about today, Dave? Oh, Biden. That's right. You know, the hard thing with him is is trying to not talk about him. You know, because <laughs> he gives us so much content, but it's, you know, we don't want to talk about him all the time, but he gives us so much to talk about this guy. Yeah. I find it interesting how uh, how well he remembers stuff. Yeah. I mean, we just set, <laughs> we were just setting up for the podcast and and uh it's part of the podcast, you know, producer E sets up equipment and that sort of thing and I thought for sure that I had left the little memory cards for the cameras at home and I was prepared to send them on home <laughs> to pick them up and turns out no, I did remember. I just forgot that I had remembered. So, and I'm 40 something. How old is Biden? Ooh, is he 70 something? I don't even Late remember. 70s, 78, 76. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I could, you know, I can relate to having little cognitive issues. <laughs> but the good part is, is like you're still doing the right thing, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not remember it, but you at least still did do the right thing when you were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I Biden, did. Biden. Yeah. He doesn't remember it and didn't even do it. Yeah. And, you know. He, he, <laughs> and, and someone else is having him remember it. He doesn't yeah, remember it himself. And I don't even think they're that good <laughs> with it either. Uh, well, so today talk, we want a little, you know, Biden clip here. Um, maybe part of the show. I don't know if we can fill the whole show with Biden stuff. Although Ooh, we probably could with a little more preparation. Could. But uh, he recently did a, a town hall. And maybe I should say that in quotes, town hall. Because it was it was done by CNN, which of course is the most reliable news organization. Yeah, it is the most trusted news <laughs> you could get. Unbiased. Yeah, they are fantastic. So so about this air quotes here mm-hmm. town hall. Is this the one? Did you see any um, pictures of the town hall from the back? From the back. From the back of the room. No, I don't think so. So I believe that that's what this was, and. I'm telling you that the place was like one eighth filled. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they didn't show it, and they wouldn't have no, shown how empty it was if it wasn't for somebody else that was in the back room going, "Look at there's," and it's not like they were they were like social distancing up close, so mm-hmm. that's why there's you know m- more than three quarters of the room mm-hmm. empty. Well, Don Lemon is the is the host, and that guy. I mean, I, I'm struggling with him already with how honest he is in his, his broadcasting. But he's the host, and he's trying to, you know, navigate his way through this town hall. And I think, to be honest, he does a pretty good job of navigating because Biden's a bit of a disaster when it comes right. to public speaking. And this town hall was a good example of that. I, I don't think that the ratings were very good on this. I, not too many people actually watched it. And, you know, maybe even the folks in the audience didn't. Right. <laughs> but uh, but I thought, you know, we'll try and play some clips of the town hall and chit-chat about it. Because there's a lot of information in the town hall um, that was labeled kind of like misinformation. And, of course, there's this big campaign right now to have the federal government work with Facebook to right. reduce the amount of misinformation or what's the other term that they're using now? Disinformation? Well, I, well, I can't remember what it was. Didn't it start as disinformation mm-hmm. and that didn't stick well? So then like a lot of liberal tactics are they are renamers, you know, like the climate change or... or Yeah, create new new terms for... Things that we already yeah. El yeah. Nino to <laughs> El Nino. you know the but what is the other not climate change but but well even just like use the use of pronouns what racism means oh, and all there's a I whole slew up. of terms that they're they're now changing uh, which I find interesting maybe we should do a podcast on just uh, how the left is changing our language yeah I think that would <laughs> that would be very interesting because I can't keep up with it I thought we could also a lot of people with um, successful podcasts there always seems like they're publishing books and i would like to publish multiple (laughs) books um and i thought you know we could do like books of understanding these things you know so Mm -hmm. you know we could kind of like an urban dictionary well sure yeah so we we Mm got to know what we're dealing with so people know i don't know yeah i don't know either but i'd like to (laughs) i'd like to so we could do the digging put it together so Mm -hmm. we could help others. Yeah. Well, so let's uh let's have producer you bring up the 
the first clip. And so I'll kind of set the clip up a little bit. It's it's early in the um, town hall, and, and COVID-19 is one of those big thing, big topics that he's been talking about. And right now, the administration isn't allowing folks under 12 to get vaccinated. And so the topic is really just, is this going to happen? And so... Biden in his infinite wisdom try try tries to kind of navigate that that topic. So Ethan, while you roll this clip and then uh we'll do some commenting. Kind of basic. Let's get to um the questions, Mr. Okay. President. Okay, I want to introduce you to Andrew Ganeri. She's a community resource director for a charter school. She's a Democrat currently running for her local school board. Andrea, welcome. God love you. The most important <laughs> thankless job in the world, being on a school board. Thank you. So here in Hamilton County, the vaccination rate remains at about 50 percent. And you talked about the virus that's spreading. Masks are seen less and less. And as you know, children under age 12 still are not eligible to be vaccinated. Schools are working with all of this information as they think about reopening next month. As a school employee and as a parent to children under age 12, what I am really concerned What is your message to those parents, educators, and school districts? I understand your concern. I really do. My children are grown now, but my grandchildren, and I have one is only one and a half years old. So, you know, I understand. Number one, my message is that one of the reasons why, you remember the criticism I got initially saying teachers should get vaccination, get in line first. The vast majority of teachers are vaccinated, number one. Number two, the CDC is going to say that what we should do is everyone over the age of, under the age of 12 should probably be wearing a mask in school. That's probably what's going to happen. Secondly, those over the age of 12 who are able to get vaccinated, if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask. So it's going to get a little bit tight in terms of, well, our mom or dad being honest that, you know, Johnny did or did not get vaccinated. That's going to raise questions. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to see this work out in ways that people are going to know in the community. Everybody knows in the community whether or not Johnny really did get the vaccination when he's 15 or 17 years old. Pause there. And so it's going to, I think. (laughs) Okay. A couple of things to unpack there. Mm. I am super concerned about the idea that we are spreading information that says that the masks are going to prevent people from getting the virus because obviously they're face coverings. We've had many conversations about this. They're not going to protect you. And the the fact of the matter is, is he's talking about the kids who are unvaccinated protecting the kids who are vaccinated. The safest group. Yes. And can I please say... So sad. I just so get so tired <laughs> that that somebody as dumb as me can know what the heck is going on and people aren't just ticked because so he says it right there that you could wear the mask. You have to wear the mask because you're not vaccinated because you could spread the disease. <sighs> people that are vaccinated still could get the virus. <laughs> And they could still spread it. Don't they know that? Mm-hmm. It's it's the truth. And people are still getting it that have the vaccine. All it does is minimize what the outcome of, of it. And it's still been proved that people are still getting getting COVID while vaccinated. Yeah. So why does it matter if, if if you could still get it with or without vaccination? So why wear a mask at all? Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> if you could see Dave's face, it's, it's just so it's just a bummer because I am I right? Yeah, just in what he said alone. But the interesting, of course, we haven't listened to some of these other clips yet. But um, the fact checkers, even from CNN, who hosted this event, came back and and talked about all of the misinformation that Biden was spewing during this town hall. And it it cracks me up that one of the issues he says is that is, you know, he's pushing this vac- vaccination because it, he says, he, he makes the claim that that if you get vaccinated, then you don't go to the hospital, you don't get sick, you don't, I mean, he's saying all of these things. And and so he's, he's I mean, granted, we're talking about Joe Biden, who obviously has some cognitive issues, but he's saying in a town hall to this, this teacher, you know, potential board member, that 
the unvaccinated need to wear masks. Number one, the masks don't really protect you. Um, and if you're wearing them pr- to protect the other people, Joe's saying, Joe Biden is saying that um, that the the un, that the vaccinated people aren't going to get sick. So he's got a weird sort of logic going here. And this is, you know, people are watching him and listening to this, and this is getting more and more confusing than right. it originally because was. Because if somebody as dumb as me, <laughs> I'm seeing, I mean, there's a lot of people that's got to be, and I don't care what side you're on, please. Just because he says it, it doesn't mean that it's right. And in what he's saying is just, how about this? You've got to at least take away confusion. Mm-hmm. How about this? You need to at least have him decide, which, what is it? Mm-hmm. What is it? Can you or can you not? And if you can, and then what's the difference? And then why do we need to do it? And especially with kids. Mm-hmm. But so in just that clip, because like you said, I don't know if you caught anything else in there that's extremely disturbing mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a few things but yeah go ahead <laughs> so one of the things was and it's not just him that's saying it little Jen Saki or whatever her name was mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah, her first right. name anyways yeah um, they really do kind of make it sound like that we're going to find out we're going to get your neighbors to find out mm-hmm. he kind of said at the end there that <laughs> you know you know, you might, there's going to be some people that could just kind of fib and say that little Johnny doesn't have it. But, you know, everybody in the town is going to know, mm-hmm. you know, so the truth is going to get out mm-hmm. and it's not going to be good. And I'm like, because they've been pushing on, tell on your neighbor. And dang it, if that's not one of those freaking Nazi freaking um, Tactic. tactics. Mm-hmm. And And how about this? Even if the left doesn't want to think that that's what they're acting like or they've got to at least see that the the similarities mm-hmm. and go dude we don't like you doing that now stop it mm-hmm. you know even it, my presidents could do some stuff and say i'll say it trump he did and said some stuff up there and i'm like oh dude will you stop it mm-hmm. i still supported him in his push for you know the same agenda that i had i guess but you know i still had my disappointments with him i'm not just a well, he said it, so I'm standing by it. Yeah. No, you should own what you're saying and why you're saying mm-hmm. it. Well, and, you're right, though. So the community piece that he was uh, <coughs> that he was referring to is um, is really concerning. In Oregon during uh, Thanksgiving, our governor basically said that you could not meet with more than I think your immediate family, and maybe it was like six people or something. Right, and that your neighbors should report. That's right. Those those things during Thanksgiving. And, and so this is kind of the, in, along the same line where he's talking about the community needs to be looking out for each other, which means, unfortunately, in this case, it's identifying the people who are not vaccinated, who are not following the rules that they want to institute for the unvaccinated. Right. And again, it's confusing because they're, they're making these claims about, well, vaccinated people aren't going to get sick. And, and you'll see clips of that in this town hall. But he's he's making it out to be this this confusing um, scenario because the unvaccinated should be wearing masks in order to protect you know themselves and the other vaccinated people. It's like come on, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And and it concerns me in this whole idea that we need to be a community that takes care of each other because he's moving moving this idea that we're individuals into no, we're part of this group, and right. as part of that group, you need to do what the group says you should be doing well and please and i mean it correct me if i am wrong um the texas heroes that left their position <laughs> that had the that, democrats that flew uh that fled texas right. they were all on the plane unmasked <laughs> yeah. and didn't they say well we were we were all vaccinated that's why we were unmasked mm-hmm. did they not catch covid yeah five of them or five of them <laughs> and, so then, did, and then they did, met with so uh, that does prove my point that you could still catch it, mm-hmm. whether you're unmasked, masked, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and vaccinated. Yeah. So why do it? Yeah. Any of it, for that matter. Well, because you can still, they still got it. Yeah. The, and they're the, still going to have to quarantine, even though they're vaccinated now. That's right. Well, and, and Vice President Harris was rushed off to the hospital oh. to get tested and made sure that, because she met with all those Democrats. And no, she, she just she needed, came back her, she just needed her, 
her blood pressure checked and her annual yeah. oh, stuff. It wasn't it wasn't because of checking no, for COVID. Gotcha. No, no. She's fine. <laughs> She's fine. Uh Ethan, let's uh, let's play on the the next clip here. So I'm going to I'm going to set this up. Um Now, this is the good old well, I shouldn't say good old. It, this is the new Biden. And and it's a great example <laughs> of his communication skills. All right, Ethan. Oh, no. Let's roll the... Like the uh, other question that's illogical, and I've heard you speak about it because you always... I'm not being solicitous, but you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are... Why can't the, the, the experts say we know that this virus is, in fact... Uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be, uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all oh, the drugs no. approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently I have not approved. seen this. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur okay. quickly. Well, that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. So okay. the federal okay. drug okay. Can you pause, Ethan? <laughs> okay. So just so you know, <clears throat> we've had a lot of stuff to talk about in this first little bit of this. this. Yeah. I have not seen this. If I've ever seen... I don't know, a race car going 180 miles an hour and losing a front tire mm-hmm. and wrecking and flipping 14 times, you know, this way before it flips another eight this way before it kills the the driver and burns up some of the, you know, the <laughs> the people watching. That was that. Mm-hmm. Skidding all over the place. He doesn't know where he's at. And Dom to Dom Lennon. <laughs> I always call him Dom. But anyways... <laughs> All he is, he's just the guy with a shovel and a, and a broom sitting behind the horses on a parade, just, <laughs> just sweeping up the mess or trying to. What the heck? <laughs> Come on. I'm serious. If Trump He'd be rolled down a hill like that, mm-hmm. I, even me, we, even we would, would go, wow, yeah, he had a situation last night, didn't he, boys? <laughs> I mean, because that's embarrassing. Even the left have to be sitting there going... Come on, pull it out, pull it out, pull it out. Oh. Imagine what's going on in Don Lemon's ear from the producers of the show. Right. Like I said, he's <laughs> sweeping up the mess. He, they're going to do something. Do he's something. like, and he's probably trying to say, I can't fix this. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is what they gave him. This is what who's over, whoever's really running the show mm-hmm. gave America to be the voice box. Mm-hmm. Because he, does, he obviously has no ideas of his own. And, I mean, this is what happens when he's trying to roll on his own. Yeah, he's trying to figure out what to say. Um, Ethan, I want to hit that one more time. um, Because, yeah, just just click on the link one more time. It'll put it back to its start position. But you're always straight up about what you're doing. Okay, hold it right there. Okay, first of all... Don Lemon is never straight up about anything he's talking about. I've watched so much of his news. Yes. And he is so dishonest, flip-flopping on all kinds of different issues through the years. And, you know, race baiting. And uh, He is a downright racist. Yeah. And laughing at black people and calling them Uncle Toms and Negroes. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, I can't even believe that his own community didn't you know get him removed for that because it was outrageous mm-hmm. how he acts on the air but you know i'm a white guy so i can't be out i can't be offended by it yeah and it was outrageous yeah i saw i saw a little uh, video of him with uh, morgan freeman and 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 it was talking this was a few years ago and talking right. about race and and he'd asked morgan freeman about you know do you think something i'm paraphrasing but do you think that racism is bad today as it as it once was and morgan freeman was like no he says are you kidding me you and i are examples of how great america is because you know don lemon's making multi-million dollars a year he's a uh a, a gay black man in a very high position at cnn making lots of money morgan mm-hmm. freeman very successful actor uh you know, the whole conversation was Morgan Freeman was saying, no, you know, <clears throat> racism is so less today than it than than it used to be. 
We are examples of it. And then he goes on to talk about today there's so many different laws that protect people from it to make things more equal today than there than there was in the past. For sure. And and um and he basically convinces at the time Don Lemon that yeah, he kinda agrees. Yeah, I, I, I guess I can see your point. He kind of goes down this road, and then, of course, now just a few years later, he is perpetuating this. One of the things that he that uh, uh, Morgan Freeman was talking about was that they have um, the idea that if you keep talking about racism in the news and bringing it to the headlines and and going over it, then you never es- escape it because it it keeps being a, a subject to talk about. And it and Morgan Freeman was just saying that that you are part of that system. If you keep talking about it as if it's a thing, then it becomes a thing. Right. And that's what Don Lemon has done. Is he's, right. He's made it a thing. He's not only just talks about it, he has inflamed it and spread the fire of it. Mm-hmm. And he's just a guy that has done nothing but, hey, how can I get money? Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll say that. You better believe it. Yeah. And Yeah, he, I think he's been... a. a I think Don Lemon has been probably one of the worst CNN uh, news people and commentary people, uh, just because of the the dishonesty of of what he says and the, the the tune that he's changed from years ago to what what he talks about today. Because he has so. to literally lie for a living. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's despicable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, the the rest of this, so. <sighs> One of the things about watching this town hall is that Biden often, he's trying to be funny at different times, and then he stops people and he says, but I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. <laughs> but he, he, the way he speaks is like, no, I think you are being funny, but this weird reaction you have to people applauding or laughing, he says, oh, no, 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 I, you know. And it drives me crazy. It's constant. I know someone on YouTube is going to do a compilation of him saying, you know, these words. Yeah. In this in this clip, he says, "No, I don't. I don't mean to be solicitous. You know, it's like, you know, like he's soliciting for some sort of like, you know, give me, you know, props for for saying what I'm going to say. But he kind of is. Ethan, why don't you restart the clip and uh, I want to listen to it. It's only a few seconds. You know, Not thirty be seconds. But you. You're always, I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you uh, um, are, why can't the, the, the experts say, we know that this virus is in fact, uh, um, uh, it's going to be. Uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means, you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. See, so the federal he, drug administration. He says that you're talking to yeah. science. It's a safety what, what, line. He's like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. you mean the FDA? Yeah. The FDA. Yeah. He just got, so he could help hopefully get back on track. Yeah, this whole, this whole town hall, Don Lemon is basically trying to keep things together for the president. He needs to hold his hand. And and you know, you've got to believe that someone's talking in Lemon's ear trying to get him to do something to control this situation. Right. And I I mean to be honest, I think Lemon actually does a pretty decent job of navigating all this it's stuff. It's got to be hard. Um because <laughs> it's hard not to like laugh or in some cases be concerned about what's about to come out of his mouth and in this in this scenario you can see it's got 30 some odd seconds almost you know 40 seconds of of biden trying to figure out what to say well i'm going to say this i am not necessarily heartless when it comes to people that are going through dementia or going through any issue Mm -hmm. i've been a part of taking care of old people before and and it's sad for me but for me I said not to put him up there. Everybody, not everybody, you know, but so many people said, don't put him up there before they put him up there in this position. Mm-hmm. And this is what they gave us as a president. And um, so therefore, it's fair game is the way I see it. We've mm-hmm. told him before he was elected that he is not sound. It's going to be worse. Mm-hmm. And, and it's proven to be true. And... I may mean, be heartless because I don't stand for what he is doing to our country. 
And so that makes me feel, you know, less sensitive to him. And this is what they gave us. So, mm-hmm. so I am, might be a little insensitive to, you know, seeing him break down on national television. It is sad. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, screw that guy. Yeah. And screw the people that put him in that place. In fact, some people were shaming his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, mm-hmm. you know, for seeing that this is your husband and you're letting him go through this. Mm-hmm. You should be embarrassed. You yeah. know, it's. Well, I think it's just a, you know, the Democrat Party is controlling this, you know, and they needed a face for it. I agree. Um, and that's what it, it seems apparent that that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to set up the next clip here. So Biden's talking, uh, this whole town hall, what is it, an hour and some odd minutes long? And uh, not that everyone has time to go and watch it, but it's it's definitely worth a watch because it, there's a lot of bad information and the amount of um, the awkwardness of how the president is talking and trying to figure out what to say and how to answer these questions. And you can see he goes off on these tangents and then can't figure out where he's at. Um, and so this next clip is the president talking about how the public doesn't trust the government. Mm. And of course, (laughs) this town hall is a great example of why people should not trust the government. Ethan, why don't you roll it? Even with my own family, I'm just able to get with them. I haven't seen my mom in a year and a half, except for two weeks ago. I hadn't seen my family for two years since the last time they visited me two summers ago. But even within my own family, here I am on television every night. There is ambivalence, there's misinformation, and there's also mistrust in the system. How do you fix that? Well, I think you're gonna th- it's going to seem like a non-answer to start with. Well, thank you for the honesty. One of the things I said when I ran for office, this is not Democrat-Republican again, is you've got to restore faith in government. You've got to get people to the point where they trust government. And I made a commitment that when I made a mistake, I'd tell you. And I've made mistakes. And when I think I got it right, I'll say it. But I'll take responsibility for what I do and say. Part of it is just generally... No, I don't mean that... Part of it is generally raising confidence in elected officials, raising confidence. And I know this is going to sound like a non-answer to you, but part of this is that, you know, uh, you, you know, you know, because you're one of the most informed journalists in the country. <laughs> you know, the criticism I got, I said, I want to unite the country. You see, you can't unite the country. Well, if we can't unite the country, we can never get some of these problems solved. And that goes to trust. Why can't you unite the country? Why isn't there a willingness to trust? Government trust is really at a, at a, at a was it an incredibly low ebb? It's coming up some. So with regard to your family in, in particular. Hold it right there. Part of it. Is- <laughs> so he starts off by saying this might sound like a non-answer. Well, gosh dang it, he's right. <laughs> so far... A total non-answer. He can't get out a, a real answer to this, and he starts off saying it's a non-answer, maybe because he expects to be floundering. <laughs> I mean, this is a great example of of his ability to communicate. Right. And then when he finally does say something, it's, really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just so awkward. Ethan, go ahead and keep rolling is not just that they see you on television and trust you. The people who seem to have the most impact are, the, are, are you know, that for that 17-year-old kid, the kitty he or she plays ball with. Mm-hmm. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, you, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or mm-hmm. when you go to church or when you're, no, I, I, I really mean it. There are, Trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, if your kid wanted to find out whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something, or, you know, whether those aliens are here or not, you know, who are the people they talk to beyond the kids who love talking about it? What? They go to people they respect. Okay, hold it. And they say, what do you think? <laughs> what the hell is he even talking about? Seriously. No, I'm, <clears throat> I'm willing to talk to a Really? <laughs> Anybody, please tell me. Where is he going okay. with that? So he's trying, he's trying to communicate that 
there are people that you just talk to and that you trust. And those people should be basically regurgitating what is coming out of the White House. He's he's basically saying the goal here for the, the White House is to... Um, to reach those influencers, to reach the people who are are trusted, and we'll let you know about the alien thing. We'll right. let you know about <laughs> you know the COVID thing. We'll be the ones mm. that you could trust to mm. spread the dismiss information. You, you should not have to try and figure out what language he's speaking to understand what he's trying to say. Well, it's ridiculous. Well, to he's... be fair, <laughs> that you you've got you've watched this before yeah. and probably seen this a few times. Mm-hmm. So you've gotten to decipher a little bit, get some understanding. This is the first time I got to see it. So believe it or not, I'm not the smartest guy out there, but I'm relatively with it. But for the first time seeing it, I would imagine there's a lot of people like me going, what the heck? Mm -hmm. Like they didn't, didn't, they're watching the TV. They didn't necessarily have the opportunity or care to rewind it and go, Oh, that was a that was a wreck. But if you like skip every other word, you could almost make out his point, mm-hmm. and then you find out his point sucked in the first place. Well, but yeah. <laughs> he can't even his message sucks, and then his presentation of his message is bad as mm-hmm. well. So <laughs> yeah, well, and, and it, it bothers me that he would be trying to get people to trust the other people around them as if their authority, as if they know anything about. They just Anything. want, they just, to me, it sounds like that they just want to utilize pure pressure mm-hmm. to get out their agenda, no matter what it might be. This, that's the, exactly right. So I, I just, that's why they're using their neighbor with like the red flag law, you mm-hmm. know, for guns and tr- what you were talking about with, you know, Thanksgiving dinner to mm-hmm. what he's saying. Difficult. Like if it was Obama saying it. It would be loud and clear, and I don't think he would hide it either. Mm-hmm. But at least we would know the point enough to be pissed. Now we have to try to decipher what he's saying, and then well, three days later be pissed about what he said. And and Don Lemon is is here trying to get to, to translate. He's constantly trying to figure out, okay, where is he going with this? And then you'll see him, if you watch the whole thing, you'll see him sort of try and reinterpret what he's talking about so that there is some clarity and I and and trying to pull him back on topic there's a a, a clip coming up that uh is a good example of Ooh. that but uh, Ethan I, I just want to play a couple a couple little bit more a few more seconds out of this think and so they should be asking other people the people there for everything from their teachers to their ministers to the, their priests to people that that, that they trust well, part of it is, that, don't you think part of it is that young people, especially those who are 30, maybe 30, 40 and under, they feel like they're invincible. They haven't faced mortality. Isn't it amazing we're yet. saying 40 and younger? <laughs> it's, but, hard, it's hard to say. Isn't but it? For, it is. But for them, you know, at first, the, at first oh, the, the, the virus wasn't affecting them as much. Yes. And so they may feel that they're invincible. And now that this Delta variant is affecting them, maybe they'll have a come to Jesus okay. of some sort. I'm, Hold it. Well, by the way... I- uh, so this starts to get into some what what a lot of the news organizations are saying misinformation because he starts talking a little bit about you know the virus and if you're vaccinated then you don't have to worry about it you know right. you don't won't get sick or go to the hospital or any of this stuff but um but you can see how Don Lemon kind of kicks in there and he tries to s- save right <laughs> what's he's, being he's said. trying to get him off the street he's on mm-hmm. back onto the proper yeah. street because this is what he's supposed to be talking about. Yeah. So in this town hall, there's a lot of people who are uh, Democrats, Republicans. They get these questions, and I don't even know how they choose what questions are going to be asked. And I wonder if how much of it's controlled. I think it's probably very controlled. Right. There's a guy here. How conservative this, are they? Yeah. Well, and are they allowed to say or do anything in response to the answer? Next one, Ethan, is this guy, he's a restaurant owner, <clears throat> and he's a Republican, and he's talking about yes. uh, employment, trying to get people to uh, I did come in see and, uh, this clip, I think, Yeah, so it upset me. Yeah, so Ethan, why don't you roll this and we'll chit-chat. Straight to the audience for questions. This is John Lanny. He is the owner and co-founder of a restaurant Watch group with 39 <laughs> restaurants across the country, Mr. President. He is a Republican. John. 
Hi there, Mr. Hey, President. I thank you for taking my question tonight. Uh, we employ hundreds of hardworking team members throughout the state of Ohio and across the country, and we're looking to hire more every day as we try to restart our restaurant business. The entire industry, amongst other industries, continue to struggle to find employees. How do you and the Biden administration plan to incentivize those that haven't returned to work yet? Hiring is our top priority right now. Well, two things. One, if you notice, we kept you open. Hold it right there. Spend- <laughs> oh, this kills me. Mm-hmm. Okay, first off, we kept you open. What the hell are you talking about? Yep. Because uh, here's the point is, he is there. This gentleman is there. Yes, talking about his, his, his um, I'm sorry, his company, mm-hmm. right? His business. But he's also there representing all these other businesses like his. So, so what he is, what Biden is speaking to is not just him, but he's speaking to everybody else. Because if he was allowed to stay open, that doesn't mean the people next to him was. Mm-hmm. And so, so the struggle is not just with this, this guy here. And so when Biden says, we kept you open, tell that to the gyms. Mm-hmm. Tell that to the people that got arrested. Well, for being open. So the next, run it for a couple more seconds because I want to get the, the government should the cost be here. Allowing billions of dollars to make sure restaurants could stay open. Okay, hold it. And uh, okay, so he says that they spent billions of dollars to make sure that restaurants could stay open, mm-hmm. which is I, I don't know where that number comes from because it, in general, the federal government never mandated that anything close. Trump left it up to the states to right. make decisions. All of the closings, all of the stuff were were state coordinated. Right, which though were seemed to be, you know, strong armed or strongly suggested from, you know, Capitol Hill, you know, to Oh sure, all, especially the blue states. Because if you notice the blue states all jumped on board most of the protocol mandates non-laws they mm-hmm. implemented them no problem when all the other red states were like uh those aren't laws we don't have to do that mm-hmm. so i mean there were some differences too and if that gentleman was open it was due to him fighting to stay open not because they helped him mm-hmm. what billions of dollars did he get at back for that mm-hmm. these people actually probably had to if i'm correct had their taxes raised too during this mm-hmm. situation so the only thing that i that i can think that the government had anything to do um in this and i think it made the made it worse is that the federal government came in and started giving out money and loans to help these businesses um uh, basically stay open because everything was getting shut down, right? So the government shut down the businesses, and then they gave them a whole bunch of taxpayer dollars to hold them over until business could, um, you know, resume. That maybe is the only thing that I can think of in this scenario. And again, it's a government creating a problem and then creating another problem by calling it a solution. And and to cl- to <clears throat> to make the claim, well. You know, first thing we did is we helped you to stay open. Oh my God, you got to be kidding not. me! No, Th- that's then. Then how about this? No, they did not. The first thing they did they was they put restrictions on everybody. The only people that got to stay open is the people that found the loopholes. Oh, I can't because ha- or away. how about this? Yeah. Is helping them out and saying that you can't have anybody in in your business, and then at best fifty percent, twenty five percent. That's helping mm-hmm. them out. Mm-hmm. No, these people to stay open, they go, well, they didn't say anything about outside. So they closed off their parking lot, set up some tables outside because they, some people were smart. And guess what? They got kicked back for that. That's right. But there was a loophole to their law. Mm-hmm. And why would they have to do that if they weren't getting help? Mm-hmm. Getting a helping hand to move forward because that's where you wanted to be? That's not at all. At least in our state, it was we want you shut down and it was difficult for these owners and they had to push back to mm-hmm. stay afloat, even yeah. churches. Mm-hmm. So the, the next piece of this, I'll, I'll let the clip uh, play. Yeah. It's but, so disappointing. Yeah. But the, the next piece is that he's trying now to address uh, why they're struggling to get employees hired. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Ian. Uh, and uh, a lot of people who now who worked as waiters and waitresses, uh, 
decided that they don't want to do that anymore because there's other opportunities at higher wages because there's a lot of openings now in jobs. Oh, my gosh. And people are beginning to move. Go ahead and stop. Beginning to move. No, then why are they still staying at home then? Yeah. If they're staying at home and not getting off the couch, but they're smart enough to know that there's higher paying jobs, so that's why. Then what is, which one is it? Well, so... They're not going to the $8 an hour job, but they know the $21 an hour job is And I think it's BS, considering we've got someone here who works in the restaurant industry and wants a paycheck, because we don't pay him. <laughs> a sucker. <laughs> a sucker. <laughs> uh, there are people who want to make money, and especially like these entry-level workers. They're looking for work. Um, you know, there's a demand uh, to hire. I mean, there's lots of jobs available. If people who were working in these particular areas don't have to do that job, yet they stay home and make the same basically or more money or more from from the state and feds, then what is the incentive to go back to work? Well, there's no incentive. The people who want to go back to work um, are generally either the folks who have a good work ethic or the folks who are not receiving those benefits. And those folks are starting to get into those jobs. What Biden is saying is, well, all these people, they just, there's so many options to choose from where, you know, that's why your industry doesn't have it. Maybe you should raise your, your, your wages to, right. you know, 15 bucks an hour. I mean, I'll let this thing play, but you can see that he goes down this path that's not logical. Right. It's, Especially fact, for a business like this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, E. There's some evidence that maintaining the ability to continue to not to not have your have to pay your rent so you don't get thrown out and being able to provide for unemployment insurance has kept people from going back to work. There's no not much distinction between not going back to work in a restaurant and not going back to work at a at a factory. Uh, so people are looking to change opportunities, wow. change what they're doing. My uh, wow. my deceased wife's wow. father-in-law was a restaurateur up in uh, up in Syracuse, New York. And uh, by the way, he tried to convince he had a he had a a restaurant that was in a town called Auburn, about 20,000 people, which was sort of flagship 24-hour a, uh, a day r- r- restaurant. That, oh, why did uh, you do and it? he offered it to me, which I would have been making five times that I would in law school to try to keep me in Syracuse. But I spent too many times at home, hearing a fo- in his home, hearing a phone call. Oh, the cook didn't come in. He's in fight with his wife. What, what's going on? So, exactly. Oh, my I would, gosh. I, God love you doing what wow. you do. But... All kidding the aside, I, I think it really clipped. is a matter of people deciding now that they have opportunities to do other things and there is a shortage of employees. People are looking to make more money and, and to bargain. Hold that. And so I think... Okay. <laughs> so notice the guy, the, the Republican guy right now is going... I'm so happy that I said in the beginning that I didn't vote for this guy. <laughs> wow. It's, I mean, you can't see, see the video if you're you know, listening here, but um, the guy who asked the question, you can see his face is going through all kinds of different changes, trying to figure out what Biden's talking about. And, of course, you can see Biden's trying to, like, kind of kid around and be funny or whatever, but it's like it's, it's taking away from the, really the content um, of, of the answer. Don't, and it's still a non-answer. Don't cast, don't cast it out if you can't reel it back in. Because he, <laughs> he'll go out say, knowing that he's got a story to tell mm-hmm. that's going to have... So, I know what he's trying to do. He's got a story that goes with his situation. But like a car with no tread on a tire and ice, he's just drives out on the lake and then he's just out of control. It's like <laughs> he, can't, he can't get it back. Yeah. He, I know he knew where he was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I believe I'm trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did not hear that part about it. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure. It it's just a very awkward It's be, it's beyond awkward. Yeah. Somebody needs to get that man some help. <laughs> yeah. All right, E. So, uh go ahead and uh, continue the clip here. Your business and the tourist business is really going to be in a, in a bind for a little while. Um, and uh, one of the things, we're ending all those things that are the things keeping people back from, from going back to work, et cetera. It'll be interesting to see what happens. But, I, but my gut tells me, 
my gut tells me that part of it relates to, you know, you can make a good salary as a waiter or waitress. Uh, one of my sister-in-laws is oh, uh, five no. sisters, oh. makes a very good salary. She works in, in Atlantic City. That's where she's, she, she's from. But it is, there's a lot of people who, who are looking to change their, their occupation. Hold that. Okay. Here comes Don Lemon to save the day. Because mine went all over the place, never really answered the question. Trying to, I mean, wasted a whole bunch of time not answering the question. Ethan, go ahead and roll it. So, I think, but I could be wrong. Well, let me ask you, because he's, John is looking to hire people. He's got 39 restaurants across the country. Yeah. Is there anything you can do to help him out? I mean, he's, he's got to get people in. Well, well John, for, oh. first of all, John, I, you know, I forgot John it. was standing there. The thing hold we it. did oh. to help John. <laughs> go ahead. You can't see the face of the guy who asked the question. But he knows a disaster has unfolded. Right. <laughs> and he's probably eating he, it up. And he's, yeah, he's laughing. So, he's grimacing on, on the answers. And he's trying to figure out, okay, where are you going here? So I also want to point out that he was, he dissed that guy um, 10, 15 seconds ago mm-hmm. when he was saying, you know, somebody that is getting called back, essentially getting called back to a factory job is different than getting called back to what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You know how many people worked in those and created an income? Not every single job out there should be made for supporting a household. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people that have to run ice cream stands. You should not have to like expect to pay a mortgage with it, you know, mm-hmm. and... Oh my god. Yeah, we've had conversations in previous podcasts about, you know, the minimum age, minimum wage and how, you know, folks at a younger age will go in and this is their first step into the the working Re- world. Absolutely. And, and these restaurants, this guy is providing those um stepping stones. Right. Because the kids might not even want to do it, but the parents might want their kids to go do that too. Mm-hmm. But but he mocks it's, it's not even just to me. I believe that he mocked the little, the I'm going to call it the to him. I'm doing air quotes. The little man's job, mm-hmm. and most everybody had one of those jobs, you know, except for Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, and and he's belittling it. Mm-hmm. And but who's he think is going to do it? What do they not need to be done? Does he? So that means he doesn't really care. And. Well, he, it was he, what he claims to do, to do. I think Biden's trying to blend in the Democrat talking points about unionization, uh, a higher minimum wage, benefits, all of these things. And I, and I, of course, I look at it at the free market and I go, yeah, every restaurant should have um, their own set of incentives to, in, to entice people to work for them. It should never be a government mandated thing. And Biden wants to pull in the government mandated minimum wage, um, you know, making sure that they, you know, they get paid time off or sick time or uh, paternity, maternity leave, uh, you know, <clears throat> unionization. I mean, all of these things. He 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 wants to fit those pieces into this particular answer, and he struggles with it. Ethan, go ahead and, and continue here. John, for first of all, I you know, <laughs> the thing we did to help John and the Johns out is provide billions of dollars to make sure they could stay open. Okay. Uh-huh. Number one. So you all <laughs> contributed to making sure John could stay in business. And we should. Elaborate. We should have done that, as we did mm-hmm. for other industries. But secondly, mm-hmm. John, my guess is that um, people being 7 $8 an hour plus tips, that, uh, that's, I think, John, you're going to be finding looking at him. 15 bucks an hour or more. He's now. looking down on him like you, shame on you. You may pay that already. You may pay that already. Well, let, me, let, me, let me ask you because well, the, every- So the, the guy who asked the question is trying to talk, but not getting an opportunity to talk. Because, you know, there's some assumptions being made by right. the president about what his restaurants are doing and how much they're getting paid and what the incentive for workers to come to the business, but the guy doesn't get an opportunity to And do Biden a doesn't take in to the fact of if somebody does, I'm using his words, his own idea, if somebody is a waiter or waitress making seven, eight bucks an hour and they get to take in tips, 
they can often make more than $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these waitresses, waiters and waitresses, if they're going to make $15 an hour, they're probably going to take their abilities to take tips. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They're going to wish that they had the tips and the lower wage. Some things work a certain way, mm-hmm. whether they like it or not. And it also helps the waiter and waitress to get, encourage them to give good service. Mm-hmm. Well, in some cases, you know, these, <clears throat> these, uh, these, you know, waiters or waitresses are, are making cash as tips. And in some cases they don't claim them on taxes. So right. you're actually getting the full amount and to those people. Cash in your hand at the end of your shift is a pretty big deal. And it will, it oftentimes will make more than that $15 an hour. But if you're mandated by the government to implement a $15 minimum wage, that is a burden now on that company to survive because wages are one of the highest costs in running a business. Absolutely. And if you really cared, at least in this state, tips at, this is years ago, they have to be now claimed. So in order for them to do what you said, to keep the tips, Mm -hmm. they have to be devious and not claim them. So they have to be, quote, breaking the law, which wasn't breaking the law, let's say, 20 years ago, you know. And so if the government really cared, why tax them on, why dip in, why dip into their tip to get taxed? Mm -hmm. If you cared, then that low, you know, per hour wage, it would be skyrocketed because you wouldn't have to be taxed. You wouldn't have to take your take out of it. Yeah, the difference is with with the minimum wage versus getting tips is that uh you know, the minimum wage is a is a cost to the business. Tips is not a cost to the business. True. And and that's a big plus mm-hmm. and that also reflects in the menu's prices. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and it's not just tips. I'm just using that typically as dinners or coffee shops. So, you mm-hmm. know, it seems like it's a lot of food stuff that gets tips. Not very often do I go to a Walmart and pick up, you know, <laughs> a, you know, an inner tube and then say, uh, you know what, here's two bucks for you. And I guess what? They're like, I can't take that. Yeah. That's oh. what they say. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ethan, go ahead and roll this. We'll go <clears ahead. throat> where I go, there isn't a, a pretty much a shop in my town, a restaurant or whatever, where there isn't a, a for hire sign. We were trying to check into the hotel. They couldn't get the rooms clean fast enough because they can't find staff. You mentioned something. You said we're going to end the things that may be keeping people back. Do you, are, you think that's well, the unemployment benefits? Well, that expanded? was argued it was. I, 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 don't, I don't think it did much. But the point is it's argued that because the extended unemployment benefits kept people, they'd rather stay home and not work than go to work. You don't think it, it hurt? Did that? I, I see no evidence it had any serious impact on it. But you can argue. Let's assume it did. Hold it. It's coming to an end. It's just interesting because he can get away with saying two different things that are opposing to each other. Yeah, I don't see any evidence that it was, but let's just assume that it did. So he can get away with, again, a non-answer because he's answering yes and no at the same time. It's funny. Dan Bongino's show, mm-hmm. his a couple days ago... His big thing, what he was talking about is, the big thing on the left is, um, no, we didn't want that to happen, but I'm glad it did. <laughs> you know? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, so it says both. You know, it did happen, you know? But... Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, go ahead. We'll finish this one up. So it's not like we're in a situation where if, 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 if that was it and it ends, then we're going to see John's going to have no problem. But what I think is happening, folks, is, look, if you make less than 50, and I'm not saying, John, your folks make less than 15, you had good restaurants. That means the tips are good. People make a lot more than just what the, what, what the minimum wage, what, what the wage is being paid. Then why is he having a problem? Yeah, That's I'm, the question. The, put yeah. tips on top of it. But, folks, look, here's the deal. Think about it. You know, if you have an op, we... For example, I, I want to be able to. Did he just say one if you of have my to Make sure that we have former years of school that's free. Two years for three-year-olds and four-year-olds, because it's demonstrated that that He's increases in significantly time. success and community college. Yeah. Well, those folks are not likely to want to go and be waiters. That's There's nothing not wrong with being a waiter Hold or waitress. It. My family. It's just not true. People in college; these are the prime candidates. So many, like later in high school. Or in college are this these people who are right. ser- who are serving? They're doing it while they're in college to get their to get by. What he's saying is just just not true. But you're not seeing the whole picture now. 
if college was free, they wouldn't have to be working so much now, would they? <laughs> I mean, they're not, he's not even presenting any idea of what would replace these people that are never going to go back to work because nobody's presenting how everybody that, that, that uh, patrons these places are going to come up with a $45 medium-sized pizza because we got to pay for these people to be there to make it for me. Mm-hmm. I can't, who can't? <laughs> I'm sorry, on a $15 an hour wage, I can't afford that pizza. Well, we need more money. Okay, well then, that pizza's going to be 60 Come on, it's easy. It's bean counting. Yeah, It's simple to it's very, figure this out. It's very basic it, e- it economics is. here. Go ahead, Ethan. Family's been engaged in that piece. But the folks is, and lastly, if you make less than 15 bucks an hour, working 40 hours a week, you're living below the poverty level. You're living below the poverty level. What? I want to move, I want to continue on okay. and talk about right, this is, has to do with him. Okay. So finally they've they've beaten this dead horse to the point where you can't get anywhere. So let's just move on. And that's where Don Lemon's taking this because the original question was how do we get people to actually want to come back to work? Right. And he's gone around in circles trying to to bring in all of his talking points that doesn't solve the problem. No. He's <laughs> It drives me absolutely crazy. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I just don't, it just seems so obvious. Why should I even have to say anything? Everybody from any side of the aisle that you're on, really, truly, I don't care how much you hated the last president's plural or just the last one, can see this. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, well, then there's your there's your deal. There's, that's how solve that problem, and then you can better your life. <laughs> well, I don't think people totally understand just these the basic economics of of how you know capitalism works. They're they're listening to they these can't huge. Though they're talking about these huge uh, um, Democrat talking points about how bad businesses are, or how bad corporate America is, and all this crony capitalism. But I mean, we're talking about very, very basic things. This this question is not a hard one to answer, and Biden kind of skips around and doesn't know how to answer it, and you know pulls and, in his his Democrat um, talking points and still does not make a point. Right. In fact, brings up other BS lies about weird stuff on the way through it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Let's just get free college so that those college students um, are you know are paid for and then they they are going to be highly educated so they're not going to want your jobs right and so those jobs just go away completely because mm-hmm. nobody's going to want to work there anyway so yeah. nobody wants to go sit down and have a coffee at a coffee shop and enjoy even do your work outside of a coffee shop mm-hmm. and enjoy you know their somebody to make you a nice coffee well I, there's I would highly suggest folks listening to go back and watch the whole thing we've been playing clips off of um, the CNN segment on YouTube and um, it's worth watching there's there's a lot of information in there that should enlighten you to get you to kind of see where the where the state of our union really is right. uh, of course it's CNN and it's kind of set up to, to highlight uh, the president's uh, plans show his best side, but his best side. But it's obviously not. I mean, well, maybe this is. How about this? That's the scary part. If this maybe. is yeah, exactly to me, this is set up to make him give him every opportunity to be do the best he can be, to mm-hmm. be the best he can be, and with put all fun aside. To me professionally, I would say that he is a complete train wreck. Yeah. And and that's let's say he had a good good message to deliver, and I was on board with his message. His delivery alone is the train wreck. Mm-hmm. Now we could and we could have a whole other conversation about the content of the train. <laughs> I don't even like any of the content of the train too. But he's good job there, left picking this guy to be your mouthpiece yeah. is pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, what do you say we wrap it up? I think we're probably about. Oh, our time. I think this is all I can handle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I was laughing at first. It's starting to cry, and I'm depressed. I need to need to have a drink. I think that's so funny. Oh, it's not. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's a fun thing to pursue. Biden always has some really fun fun uh, clips to make fun of. I have yet to look back at all of the news uh, organizations that are highlighting this particular town hall mm. and um I don't I probably do Get that this, this week. <laughs> well, it is pretty cool. 
I don't know if I want to say, I don't want to take that back. It's pretty interesting that Biden fits the description of our content of our show, mm-hmm. never too serious. Mm-hmm. This guy, yeah. man, he is just never too serious, this one. Yeah, he is. He's kind of a jokester, and oh. he probably should not be. When he shouldn't be, and he needs to be, <laughs> when he should be on it, he is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All wow. right. Well, what, 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 a, what, a, what a show. Yeah, what a show. All right. Thanks again for listening. Uh, if you don't mind, share this podcast with others. That'd be great. You can find more information about the show at nevertoserious.com. You can find us on Twitter and Getter at the NTS podcast. Yeah. Uh, Getter's actually pretty good. I've, yeah. I've, I've been enjoying kind of reading through stuff on there. So so you can find us on there. And did you mention, what is it, book bag? Book bag. <laughs> You can email us at mailbag at never too serious. See, I need you. I needed that one. Yeah, yeah, I missed it. <laughs> All right. Well, until we see you next time, take care and be safe.